from LPM. Louisville Public Media. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic. Welcome to Butter Pecan Podcast, the podcast about race and food and racist food. Wow. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Pecan Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Butter Pecan Pod. Um, and you can email us topics, suggestions, questions at Butter Pecan Podcast at gmail.com. I love that um, our first uh, episode back. We did it all, right? We did it all. And then, like, there's instantly the sound of um, it's not a beer. No, but it's, it's water. It's water. This <laughs> Don't time. worry, though. We have bourbon. Right. Uh, which does not require, like, an open no. sound. <laughs> so I've been listening to. Um, like other podcasts that do like a two person talking to each other mm. style thing to be like, oh, how can we improve? What are yeah. what's good? What's bad? I hate them all, <laughs> <laughs> which leads Why? me to believe that like we might be very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate them? Um, I feel so. Um, I'm going to be sexist. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a lot of like. You know, two dudes in a room talking. Well, the ones that I've heard is like two two women talking to each other a lot. And it's just kind of like, it goes from being like too scripted to being like, what, who are you? Like, what are you talking about? Have you, are you on a sugar high or cocaine or something? Yes. <laughs> yes and yes. Yeah. Have you listened to any new have you? How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. We haven't recorded for a while. No. A lot's been going on. Yep. Um, there's been like some deaths, some it's COVID, <laughs> some this and that. This and that. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to be recording and uh, I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. That's good yeah. to hear. I'm doing all right. Do you want to talk any about your death? <clears throat> Not sure. your death, but your death adjacent. Uh, I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but I told Kelly I would still do the podcast. He's so. very committed. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm missing a really great party up <laughs> in the big after right now. But, you know, they're every day. So, um, no, but, <laughs> but, but seriously. <laughs> We're going to lead into something serious here. Don't worry. She wouldn't want me to talk about it. Uh, my mom passed away, uh, I don't know, a little before. I guess it was the end of November is what it was. Maybe early December. It was December because it was before Christmas. I don't know. Time is... What is time? What is time? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little before Christmas. Um, we were very, very close. And it's been very, very hard. And... But also, you know, um, there's been a lot of, like, good things, too. Um, so, yeah. Was it just you and your, like, when you were, because li- you've told me stories about you being little, but, mm-hmm. like, when you were real little, was it just you and your mom for a while? 
Yeah, I mean, until I was like five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm seven years older than my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just my mom and I for a while. Um, we would travel on like Greyhound a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like a thing that I remember a lot. Um, just like being on Greyhound and like uh, eating uh, pecan sandies. Oh. Those weren't Lorna Dunes, were they? I think they were. Are they? <laughs> yeah, like the yellow package. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, no, that's what I ate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, like, love them. Yeah. I love, I love them now. You're like, give me those, um, and I don't care that I'm on a Greyhound bus. Yeah. I remember my first day in Louisville with her. Um, I remember, like, being, like, a, I don't know why I was upset, but I was, like, upset for some and Maybe it was a long trip. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I remember that we had gotten off the bus and we took a cab to Toys R Us right as it, right it opened. And she bought me like a, like a, um, a RoboCop action figure. <laughs> and as an adult, I think about it and I'm like, how do I get this kid to shut the yeah. fuck up? <laughs> what can I do yeah. to get this kid to shut the fuck up? Yeah. And a RoboCop action figure did it. That's what did it. It would do it right now, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was a sweet lady, and I miss her every day. And she had a sick fucking sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I brought you... So, like, I was... Sick, I think at the same time or something. Yeah, I, I hadn't know. seen you for a while. Yeah, been out and... different things. Um, and like, I brought you that sandwich because that's what you do when people die. You just create sandwich. You just feed people. I ate it so unbelievably quickly. So I came in and like I had thought of this joke on the way there to like bring you the sandwich, and I was like, I don't. Uh, that's a really like sick joke. <laughs> and when I got there, I hadn't decided if I was going to say the joke or not. Um, and then it just started coming out and I was like, oh, I can't stop. <laughs> and I said, uh, I asked, I asked for the like, my mom just died special. Or something like that. <laughs> and thankfully, you thought it was funny. <laughs> This could go very badly. My mom was the type of person that, like, uh, she is, like, she would be in the hospital and very sick, Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, she would talk to you, and she would be like, yeah, like, the doctor's telling me, like, so-and-so-and-so is wrong with me, and the only thing I'm thinking about is, like, my titty is just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like flopping about. And, <laughs> and she's like, I just, like, want to cover it up, but he's, like, talking to me. And, like, that's just, like, how she would talk. And she's just, like, a, you know, on her deathbed was a funny person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like there's just been, like, um... Another friend of mine's mom just passed away, and he said that, like, he's pretty good, like, he does pretty good until, like, he wants to tell her something, and that's when he's just, like... Yeah, so that's, it's funny how that works, is, like, I, uh, so when, like, the, when the snowstorm, for instance, was, like, uh, the ice storm or Mm -hmm. whatever, 
uh, like the first day that that was kind of, you know, like everyone was like, we're shutting down the hatches. And like, uh, mm-hmm. I was at the shop, like running ice cream and um, I'm trying to like get done so Zach and I can get home. And uh, I was like, I need to call my mom. I haven't mm-hmm. talked to my, I need to call my mom and like let her know that like I'm going to be home. Yeah. Uh is she somebody who would like call and be like, "Are you, yeah, are you going no, home?" Yeah, she would call me and be mm-hmm. like, uh, "Are you headed home?" Or you know, she would call me and be like, "The roads are bad." Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, like you know that kind of thing, mom shit. And um, yeah, and I have those thoughts all the time. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Like I should like tell her. I mean, even like at Christmas. I mean, it had been like a week, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck, I haven't fucking bought my mom a Christmas present." Uh. <laughs> you know, like rough. I was like, holy shit! I haven't like bought my mom a Christmas present. Um, so yeah, it's like things like that. You know, that's a big adjustment. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because you've had that person with you your whole life. That's the Literally. first person you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Fuck. a weird thing. Um, now that I'm, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm at midlife. I'm I'm about to be forty. Um. And I slipped on. That's a good age. It's your prime. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I have no like problem with being 40. Uh, but it does. It has. I've never been scared of death. Like I think growing up in a funeral home, it's just like this happens. I know this happens. This is how it happens. This is what you look like when you're a dead body. Yeah. Um, but like I've finally gotten to the point where it's just like I'm going to die. And like. I like it here. Like, yeah. like it's okay. I think that that's like uh that that's like an important thing to um that's like an okay and healthy fear. I mm-hmm. feel like uh because I don't know. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but like uh I think we've both very much been in places to where we'd be like, I'd be fine being any place but here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know. Um so yeah, there's that. Well, and too. I'm kind of I'm. It's weird because like I am kind of there too. Like yeah, it's it's February. It's like my worst month. Uh, I have to give myself like daily pep talks of like, you need to breathe. Uh, that's it. <laughs> like <laughs> end of list. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have to like if somebody else gave me that pep talk, I'd be like, fuck off. Giving myself that pep talk of being like, you have a roof over your head, you have all your limbs, like, you're, you're okay, you're gonna do today, and then you're gonna do tomorrow, and that's it. it again, end of list. <laughs> like, yeah. we'll get to that next day when we get to that when next day. When you get day. there, yeah. yeah. That's all you can do, really. Yeah. That's, like, what I've been, because it's been... I mean, like, I have already told you that, like, I didn't, I have not finished writing this episode. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that I do. Ever. Like, I, I've, I've never done it. Yeah. But I was just like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And I was and like. that's okay. I was like, this, do we, I was like, what is podcasting? Anymore? <laughs> like, like, what does it matter? <laughs> what is life? <laughs> but I am so happy to be back here. Me too. It feels good. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to um, to really get into some of the things we have planned for the year. And uh, we had like a obviously we had a break because a lot of 
wild shit's going on. Yeah. <laughs> we should just always have a break, I feel like, in December and January. Because those are some rough months for both of us. Yeah, they get weird. Um, You know, whether we, like, plan it that way or not. Like, yeah. Uh, like, I had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's real, it turns out. As it turns out, uh, when the... When it the notion that like it felt like I had glass in my lungs, mm, like mm, passed through rough. my head, I was like, "Oh, this is what they've been talking about." <laughs> yeah, this is the COVID. Yeah, this is what they've been saying. Yeah, yeah. it it does suck. I'm here yeah, to say, sure it does. I didn't lose my smell or my taste. That would be the worst. I, that's what I'm really like. I'm it's glad. This whole goddamn podcast. <laughs> what would I be doing right now? <laughs> I'd be like, I can't taste this food in front of me. It tastes like everything else. Mm, no. But I, I hope it doesn't. Well, I already tasted it, actually. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> Hold on. I have, like, speaking of lists. Wait, did I say anything about lists? No. Okay. Speaking of lists. <laughs> you I have, have a list about your lists? I have a list of things that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've already talked about some of them. Um, oh, I fell on the ice today. Yeah, you did fall on the ice. Um, and I texted you back about it and you didn't say anything <laughs> because I know that you wanted to save it for the podcast. <laughs> so I, like, I guess I can't I'll, tell you anything I'll ask more. you on the podcast. <laughs> Stop talking. You're not concussed. I'm not concussed. I didn't throw up. Um, but it was very much like that scene in Home Alone where like... <laughs> He just, his legs like fly up above his head kind of thing. Like I had to, I had to lay on the ice for a moment and like collect myself. Just like think about it. But the worst, well, yeah, maybe the worst part was that I was carrying a box of rotten limes. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like the limes needed to be thrown away. But you had a box of them? (laughs) You guys are over buying lives. <laughs> they had too many <laughs> And they needed to be thrown away. And the garbage can was across a river of ice. Ooh. And I knew it was It ob- wasn't worth it. Clearly, like I knew it was ice. Like I had been told not to go over there. And I still was like, well, I'm just going to see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So the rotten limes uh, went everywhere. <laughs> did you Did you have to collect them afterwards? I crawled on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> to collect the limes. Uh. I don't know. I was just like, I gotta pick up these that limes. That should have been on like someone's like CCTV somewhere. <laughs> like I'm really upset that there's not a recording of it. <laughs> And if there is, like, I have to see it. That's wild. And I have to keep it forever. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I just laid there for a bit, and then I was like, I need to collect these lines. <laughs> I gotta complete the mission. <laughs> I just said, fuck those lives. I just, like, crawled right the fuck back I in the know, house. right? <laughs> oh. <clears throat> it was bad. Yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Um, the <laughs> next thing on my list, 
Fazoli's. <laughs> what about Fazoli's? Uh, did you eat Fazoli's recently? I did. Uh, um, we were like frozen in the house. I love Fazoli's. This isn't something I say publicly a lot, but. I love Fazoli's. I love Fazoli's. <laughs> I love it. Um, Fazoli's, if you're out there listening, <laughs> Please, is if, sponsor. Oh my God, if they sponsored us. Yeah. And they just paid us in Fazoli's. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, Justin was like, we're going to Fazoli's. <laughs> <laughs> Gather up the fam, we're going to Fazoli's. <laughs> Everybody can put on your hat. <laughs> Um, so we went to Fazoli's. It did not disappoint. It never does. Um, <laughs> they have these new mozzarella cheese skewers. Wow. It's their little cheese balls. Mozzarella. Just like fried? Fried cheese balls. Sound, they sound wonderful. But they're all on a stick. Mm. So you get like six or something on a skewer. Wow. <laughs> and they're just... Sounds they're, innovative. They're perfect. <laughs> Because like I feel like a stick, there's there's two ways a stick can go. The cheese can be like fried out of it, yeah, where there's like, like nothing inside of it, or they can be undercooked and all the cheese comes out in the first bite, mm-hmm. and then you're just left with a shell. So when we had like our Christmas fry off at the house, okay. Right. Yeah. Like I just fried everything. Yeah. 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 Um, one of what, the things... Was it based on TGI Fridays? Is that what you told me? Yeah. I mean, it was like. Or just uh, like any Applebee's. Any sort of Applebee's esque appetizer. We had like potato skins and then yes. fried things. So, I mean, we had like nachos. I was going to say, was there a Nacho Mountain? Yes. Yes, there okay. was. <laughs> of course there was. Sir, was uh, there um, a Nacho Mountain? But one of the things that I was reading about frying mozzarella, because I read about it all day. Sure. <laughs> you didn't want to mess up Christmas. Uh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to ruin you Christmas. You didn't want to ruin the traditional Christmas cheese sticks. Side note, I used to work for the YMCA, and I once told a kid that he ruined Christmas. As like a joke, uh, he was very upset about it, and I got in trouble. Oh yeah. But anyways, no, I didn't <laughs> want to ruin Christmas. Uh, so I read about it, and I what one of the things I read was that like if the cheese is like bubbling outside, mm-hmm. um, then you're like on the verge of like over frying. Mm-hmm. Like it's like when you see that in one, then you need to pull them all. <laughs> Then it's it's like a smallpox or something. Like all of them are yeah, like they're all bad. Uh, So that's what I did, and everything turned out really well. Mm -hmm. Like you had to like obviously you had to like eat these things right away. Yeah. Like, did you make your own cheese sticks or were they like yes? No, I used fresh mozzarella. I made my own everything. You made the mozzarella. No, I no. okay. <laughs> no, I bought the mozzarella. I was like, Daryl. But I mean, like, uh, as far as all the other shit, like, yeah. oh, we had like fried mac and cheese balls. I mm. made mac and cheese for it. Mm. Um, we had like arancini. What's that? Like uh, fried rice balls. Okay. And you have to like make risotto. I yeah. made like risotto for it and all that shit. Um, yeah. That's an all day event. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and it was worth it. It was great. That sounds... I'm just glad there was a Nacho Mountain. There was. And that the mozzarella sticks didn't turn out badly. They were perfect. 
They were the best part, to be honest. Um, I think you need to go to Fazoli's and get the mozzarella balls and maybe say you thought i wasn't going to <laughs> you're like i'm already there in my mind yeah. if, again if anyone's listening <laughs> fazoli's like i stand by fazoli's yeah great me and zach when we were roommates <laughs> uh we used to go to fazoli's a lot <laughs> it was right up the street um i love i love the ravioli yeah it's really I, good i, I always go got the baked pasta yeah yeah that's a good one great <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> See, I knew I was gonna write this down and be like, what is that? Uh Black History Month about our um our posts. Oh we're yeah. posting every day during February, um, different people we think that are cool. Yeah. That are black. Mm-hmm. And that have done some things. I wanna find someone who like this might sound weird, but who's just hanging out. Like Someone who's just like, man, you you made it because I feel like life is hard enough. Mm-hmm. Like just I feel like there needs to be like awards for like making a dentist appointment and like mm-hmm. <laughs> getting getting your tires rotated like you got up today. Right. Gold star. <laughs> yeah. Blue ribbon. You got up better than anybody else. Yeah, you got up so good. <laughs> <laughs> when you were weeping in your car before you walked into work. Yeah, you went like, into work. Oh my God, Jeez. you fucking did that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the government. God damn it, Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, what's the... I think there's like Trump people being like, Fuck Biden. And then people who voted for Biden are like, well. Fuck uh, Biden. Yeah, like, fine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, whatever. We're not. Throwing... We haven't seen him. Yeah. <laughs> Biden who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin thought of this really funny thing the other day that this, like, he comes up with these scenarios all the time that most of the time I'm like, please don't talk to me. Uh, but this one was pretty funny that, like, what if after Trump was elected, if like Obama went, had gone around pretending like he was still president, like holding like <laughs> press conferences and stuff? That would have been great. <laughs> it People been... would have been like, hmm. <laughs> well, that president is making more sense. I think instead, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, which president do you yeah. like? Uh, uh, I think instead he was like, he was I'm like, a celebrity. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to go money. windsurfing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, as far as, like, uh, occupationally. Oh, yeah. I'm like, they, like, started a media company. Yeah. Uh, and they have, like, a Netflix deal and He's podcasts. Like, I and really like capitalism. All sorts of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make some fucking money. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He looks great. I'm I'm fine. I feel like he's aging backwards. He's oh, yeah. re mm-hmm. reclaiming his youth at how old is he? Fifty something? He's actually twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> he's back to being twenty five. Yeah. He Benjamin he Benjamin <laughs> buttoned we himself. Were, wow, that's a callback. <laughs> we were talking about that movie earlier. Callback to something you all didn't hear. Yeah, you didn't hear it. I cried at the end. That yeah. that's the part of the story. <laughs> Took me five days to watch it. I cried when baby Benjamin died. Yeah. Uh, donate to our Patreon. 
<laughs> to hear Kelly and I review Benjamin Button. I mean, maybe we could do like a Patreon episode where we just watch a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and like just record like review ourselves. Review it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, donate for that. <laughs> Please donate. We want more money. Yeah. Um, this is our shout out to capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this was my last thing. This is my list inside my list. So while I had COVID, mm. I wrote, I started making a list. Of things to talk about? No, listen. <laughs> oh, no. I just wrote a list. The list said book, mm. mm-hmm. COVID, mm. <laughs> and Ashley argument. Ashley argument? I thought the last thing was going to be zombie for some reason, but <laughs> Ashley argument's better. I don't know who Ashley is. (laughs) I don't know. I was told Justin, I was like, I know what all of these words are. I don't know what any of them mean. You should write a novel. (laughs) About those. Yeah, those things. Figure it out. Now that I've uh, finished my actual novel, I can write the next novel about book COVID and Ashley argument. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh Ashley argument. <laughs> it's a hot topic. Who's Ashley? Is it <laughs> Ashley Furniture? No one knows. Uh, like, I don't know. I used to hate going around Ashley Furniture as a kid. That was like... Did you do it often? My mom liked to buy furniture. <laughs> did she like to look at furniture or did yes, she like to buy furniture? Both. There's a difference. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you're only buying furniture. I would say my mom probably bought furniture more than the average person. Really? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, she was probably changing what the living room or dining room or whatever the fuck room looked like every few years. Hmm. Like she needed to be. She was always she was always like, that's what my calling was. <laughs> like she should have been like an interior decorator. Yeah. Yeah. She just liked doing that. So she was and I would just happen to always be in a lot of like Ashley Furniture's <laughs> value cities. Mm-hmm. And it's like the dude follows you around. Yes. He's like, do you need anything? And you're like, oh, we're just looking. And then. He hides behind like an armoire <laughs> <laughs> and he comes and asks you again every few minutes. See, so like when my family, like when we, we lived in Louisville for a while, we lived in an apartment and like a rented house. And then mm. when my parents bought like their first house here in Louisville, um, they like bought a bunch of furniture. Mm-hmm. And so we went furniture shopping like a lot and i liked it yeah i just got to jump on beds and like um, pretend like this was yeah but no, of course my that parents was like... were gonna yell at me <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> i want get the fuck off, <laughs> get off <of> that. <laughs> yeah no for sure oh i definitely have said stuff like that to my kids yeah get the fuck off that yeah why would you do that yeah well, you want to talk about chicken? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do for sure. Now that we have like... Do you do you like chicken? Is that something you grew up eating a lot? Okay, so um, yes and no. Um, when <laughs> you're, just you're making... such a conundrum, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was actually just talking about this today. Uh, my dad raised rabbits for us to eat. See, what? Why? But I was told it was chicken. So This I lo- is the first time you've ever eaten chicken in life. Is like- <laughs> I just like rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because this is rabbit. <laughs> I got a rabbit. <laughs> no, no, did you save the fur? No, is no. that something you guys did? Listen, I was told it was chicken. Like, that's as, that's as much <laughs> but, as I knew. But how did you explain the <laughs> So I thought my dad, like, sold the rabbits as pets. Okay. He did not. You ate them. He said, he, he, he stands by the, he was like, sometimes I did. He did not. I mean, he sold them for meat, like, I'm sure. Yeah. No one loved those rabbits. No, they were eaten. <laughs> they were food rabbits. Yeah, food rabbits. So we had a thing in the backyard of like rabbits, and I would go and like put my little finger through and like pet the rabbits, and mm. then later eat them and not know that I was eating them. It wasn't chicken. She, also, he, rabbit isn't anything like chicken. My five-year-old self would disagree with <laughs> you. <laughs> Be like, no, this is chicken, you dummy. So you didn't eat chicken. Not as a, I mean, maybe, but I ate rabbit. Like, we had rabbits. <laughs> this episode's on chicken, Kelly. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I can't go back in time and eat chicken. Yeah, I ate chicken a lot. As a child, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all sorts of ways. What was your favorite? So I will say, like, I think we've already talked about this, but like KFC's Chicken Littles. Did you ever have those? No. What is that? Is oh that a chicken God. nugget? No. Is it a small no. chicken strip? No. It's a no. Sandwich? It's a tiny chicken sandwich because <laughs> it's a chicken little. Okay. Yeah. No, I know what that is. I've and it just, it's just like a piece of chicken with mayonnaise on it. Yeah. No, I've had that. Um, um, they brought them back in like, like, 2000, like 2004 or something. They okay. brought them back. They were not the same. Mm, they fucked it up. I have a specific like uh, feeling of what those chicken sandwiches tasted like. Uh, also, their chicken's not the same either. No, it's probably not. Um, did you guys ever get that little like the chocolate bunt cake with the white icing on it? Do you know what I'm talking about? At at KFC? Yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Like uh, I'm about to trash talk KFC a little bit, but bef- well, not really. So one thing that people who do not live in Kentucky need to know is that people in Kentucky do not like KFC. We're not like, mm. that's not our favorite chicken place. That's we don't eat KFC. not where we go to get chicken. No. With that said, have you ever had <laughs> KFC's uh, buffet? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Quick story. Uh, I had just gotten my license. I was 16. My dad was like, uh, don't drive anywhere. Don't drive with anyone in the car. Don't go do anything. So immediately (laughs) with my friend Joe, we like knew these girls down in in Lexington. You went all the way to Lexington? Oh boy, did I. Immediately. Immediately (laughs) went to Lexington. On the way to Lexington, we are listening to, I don't know. Like rock music really loud. 
<laughs> I have this picture of you in like a leather jacket. With uh, like a- no, I wasn't that cool. <laughs> My dad for months had been telling me to get an oil change. I did not. Oh, no. Um, so, Was the light on? Oh, for sure. Uh, my car broke down, and it broke down in front of a KFC with a buffet. Mm. <laughs> and I called my dad. I was like, hey, uh, I'm almost in Lexington. <laughs> of course, he was mad, but he came. And uh, while we waited, we ate the buffet at yeah. KFC, and it was great. Did it have cobbler? It did. Yeah. It had everything. They're so good. It had everything. It had sides that KFC doesn't Does even not have. have. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like KFC buffet is what you wish KFC was. Like if KFC <laughs> was actually that, wow. it would be amazing. Shout out to KFC buffet. But like, do you know of any anymore? No. The one on Barstown Road used to, but that one doesn't exist anymore. Um, and then I think the one on like, not popular level, uh, like uh, hikes or yeah, I don't uh, think Breckenridge. Yeah, I don't think those have a buffet. Buffet, I, I doubt it. Well, um, I mean, buffets probably don't exist anymore because of COVID. What's your oh? Uh, this episode's on chicken. I'm pretty sure we said that. I made chicken. I fried it. I'm kind of just eating it um, right now. Yeah, I guess let's talk about it. Um, So the chicken was brined in pickle beer, buttermilk, and a lot of hot sauce. What's pickle beer? Is that a beer? Pickle-flavored beer. Yeah. It's gross. Where's it from? But. But it's good for. It was given to me as a gift. But it's good for brining. Yeah, it's the only thing I've ever used it for. I think the first one I opened, I took a sip of. I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> um, but it's nice because uh, it gives like the chicken a nice flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, a ton of hot sauce and buttermilk. So you did <clears throat> chicken breast instead of chicken on the bone. And you yeah. were talking about how you have a harder time frying chicken on the bone, right? I do. Um I just have a harder time like uh breading and making sure that I'm like frying it through. Mm-hmm. Um for instance like this I like fried cast iron and then I you just like put it in the oven. Yeah, that way it was like crispy and everything, uh-huh. but then I wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that I that like, it cooked, cooked it through. Yeah. yeah. There's like I won't say what restaurant it was, but I worked at a restaurant where I was making the chicken salad. The chicken salad was not cooked all the way through before I made the chicken salad. Oh, no. I was like 18. (laughs) Not very good. Did you make the chicken? You cooked the chicken? I cooked the chicken. Yeah. Mm. It was, no, it was my fault. Start (laughs) like (laughs) from the beginning. How did you know? How did I know what? That it wasn't cooked through. So, like, I had to bake the chicken, and then I had to dice up the chicken to put it in the chicken salad. Okay. And it was not done in the middle. But people were ordering chicken salad. I mean. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. (laughs) God bless those people. (laughs) So I think that it's very definite that I, like, gave 
people some salmonella. Some things. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken time. (laughs) Being 18 is hard. I was like, being 18 (laughs) is very hard. You like don't want to get in trouble for all these weird reasons. So you. Yeah. You can't tell people to like wait or that you can't make a chicken salad sandwich right there. I was talking recently to Lucy about how like I remember being in like middle school or high school and forgetting like a homework assignment or something (laughs) and being like, I wish I literally died (laughs) (laughs) so I didn't have to go in and be like, I don't have this assignment. (laughs) Like... Why can't the bus <laughs> crash? <laughs> yeah, yes. like just careen off of a bridge, so I don't have to. So I used to. Meanwhile, have... it meant nothing. <laughs> right, right. It's dumb. Like, who cares? Who knows what that assignment was? <laughs> who? Can... No, I have no idea. Um, I used to have that feeling. So I played basketball from like third to seventh grade, um, and every single like Sunday or something, I would play a game. Every single Sunday, I would wish that my mom got lost <laughs> so I wouldn't have to play the game. How would she get lost on the way to? My mom gets lost. Yeah, on the way to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She gets lost very easily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does. She never knows where she's going. <laughs> Shout out to Nancy. We know you're, we know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we do know that you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that we can talk about our own experiences. Well, I've got, I've got some, some chicken stuff. Oh, I love chicken stuff. You love chicken. So talking about KFC, can you guess the country with the most KFCs? Or I'm sorry, the country, well, maybe it is the most KFCs, but it's like KFC is the number one fast food place. And I assume that means it's not America. It's not the United States. Um, China. You're right. Yeah. China loves KFC. Hmm. Um, so. Uh, I was trying to think of a place like I was like, who's got a lot of chickens? China. <laughs> um, when I was teaching English as a foreign language, I had a student from, I think she was from South Korea. And she was talking about like the food in the United States. And she was like, yeah, it's making me sick. It's making me not feel good. And I'm like, what are you eating? And she was like, KFC. And I was like, every day? (laughs) She was like, yes. And I was like, eat something else. Stop doing that. Yeah, stop that. Like, eat an apple. Have you tried an apple? They don't don't have those at KFC. (laughs) They don't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was was rough. Um, But KFC is not even the number one chicken place in Kentucky. I feel like it's Kane. Kings. Kate. Like, but... Kate. No, it's Bojangles. Where the fuck's a Bojangles? I don't know. There used to be one on Broadway. But that, it's not. I don't know if a Bojangles in the city. Let us know if there's a Bojangles. Because yeah. it's not something if, we can Google. If you're, uh, if you're out there <laughs> and you're at a Bojangles, let us know about it. Let us know it. where it is. I feel like they had good biscuits. Yeah, that seems familiar. <laughs> I like Popeyes. I Popeyes like Popeyes too. Terrible establishment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I remember again, I was roommates with Zach. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about like wrecking another car. <laughs> oh, no. And I was outside of Popeyes. Yeah, I was just outside of a Popeyes. 
<laughs> I'm starting not to believe your stories. <laughs> and it was a buffet, if you believe it. <laughs> no, uh, I was roommates with Zach, and we went to Popeye's. And we ordered something super... I mean, we, like, ordered, like, chicken strips. We ordered yeah. the same thing. I mm-hmm. think we literally ordered chicken strips and fries. And they were like, uh... <laughs> we're not going to drop any more chicken strips tonight. And we, we were like, you don't have any? And they were like, we're not going to drop <laughs> And we were like, we're okay. Not doing so that we ordered anymore. something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Like, I kind right. of respect that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. From. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I think the last time I went to Popeye's, there was one that was built like really close to us <laughs> in Baltimore. So, of course, like, we passed it, and we were like, oh, Popeye's. Should just go to Popeye's. <clears throat> um, so Justin stopped there on his way home and ended up buying a meal for someone else. For Popeye's? Like, someone was out looking for a meal, and he was like, yeah, sure. And then, like, in, like, classic Justin fashion, the person starts ordering, like, a whole bunch of stuff or something like that. <laughs> And Justin's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. Um, so yeah, I have I have some chicken chicken information. Chickens are old. <laughs> they, were, they have been <laughs> Don't choke on the chicken that you're eating right now. <laughs> I almost done. Um, chicken has been depicted as meat since around 600 BC. Is meat? Yeah. Hold on. I'll get to this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they weren't eating them before then. Well, maybe they were, but they were definitely not depicting them as eating them. It wasn't like something you ate. It was not something you ate. So prior to this, they were seen as sacred um, and as something that was able to predict the future. Hmm. So if you think of like, uh, I don't know, I think of like voodoo cultures, like there's a, ch- chickens are very, like you sacrifice a chicken or, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm thinking of 80s movies mainly. Yeah. Which is as, as much A lot as, of Steven Seagal movies. Basically what I know about voodoo comes from 80s movies. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so. it's all accurate. <laughs> um which side note which i wrote in here have you heard of the mcdonald's sandwich the like the air sea and land sandwich so only recently because i saw that they're like allowing you to do secret menu stuff there's a mcdonald's secret menu apparently Oh. It's where you like combine a bunch of nonsense. Uh huh. Like one of them I know is like. But do you have to know the code word? I don't. I mean, I don't really know. Oh. For instance, the bags on the on McDonald's say like secret menu names. One of them is like a double cheeseburger, but you replace the cheeseburger or the burgers with sausage patties. Or is this like, like the that. Illuminati or something? Like yeah, what is this? Yeah, it's like you this? get a newsletter. If you're in the by owl <laughs> about the McDonald's <laughs> secret menu, yeah, a la Harry Potter. So tell tell me what it is. What is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, 
That was a, that that's, a, one that's of, what so, you know. So one of them was like a, it was like a surf and turf something or another. It was like, oh. yeah, it was like a fish patty and a burger. Yeah. So this like air, land, and sea one is like the fish fillet, chicken, and the burger. Yeah, and like yeah. a Big Mac. It sounds horrific. It's freaking awful. <laughs> we should get one. And, which I know, I don't remember who made this joke, but somebody made this joke, but like, chickens do not fly. No. <laughs> well, maybe the, I don't know, maybe one of the <laughs> other animals was there. Pick? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maybe the chicken wore air jokes. No. No, you're right. Okay. Chickens don't wear shoes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, by the 1800s in the U.S., chicken was one of the most expensive and sought-after meats. The 1800s? 1800s. Mm. They're loving to eat chicken in the 1800s. I wonder why. Maybe it's just new. Can you just wait till I get to the point? I guess. <laughs> All right, so eating fried chicken on Sundays is a tradition brought from West Africa and continued during the enslavement. During enslavement, not the enslavement, just enslavement. Uh, in West Africa, chicken was introduced to the area by Arabs in 1000 CE, um, and they arrived <laughs> with much fanfare. So people in West <laughs> Africa um, are those chickens. They went nuts <laughs> for chickens. Um, several tribes considered them a sacred bird. And when chickens were first introduced to West Africa, like they had these guinea fowl. Have you ever seen guinea fowl? They're yes. real dumb and loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think we don't appreciate making assumptions about our intelligence. <laughs> um, so they, they did not eat the chickens. The like chickens became the new thing. So they were like, get out of here, guinea fowl. We're into these chickens. <laughs> so chickens then became like a status symbol. Mm. So instead of being Beat like, it, guinea fowl. like, you know how you have to get on like lists for shoes? Yes. Um, you'd have to like get on a list, a list for chickens. Chicken. Well, I still am. I'm on list for chickens. Are you on the chicken list? <laughs> yeah. Well, I stay on list for chickens. <laughs> So yeah, you would like uh, Europeans like chicken for sport, but West Africans and East Asians saw them as sacred. Um, but so, still ate them. Not yet. Oh. Not until six hundred BC. Sorry, CE must be before Christ. Look, man, I wrote these notes yesterday. Hey, we just got back, guys. <laughs> like, give us a break. We're eating chicken in a child's room right now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that while I actually eat this piece of chicken? Yeah. Um, so the chicken was brined in <laughs> pickle beer, buttermilk, hot sauce. <laughs> and then I, I just wanted to like uh, fry it super, super like basically. Um, so I always like I never get the oil hot enough. Like, is there a way that you can tell that the oil is hot enough? Uh, I always do it in a cast iron. And it's one of those things where uh, you can usually see uh, 
if it's about to, I don't know, if it's like maybe like five minutes from being, say, too hot, mm-hmm. um, you'll see like little bubbles start to form. Um, and that's kind of when I know it's like, or you can like, you know, take a little water and flick it in and see what that does. Um, What's it supposed to do? The water. Go crazy. Like it should bubble in. Oh. I'm yeah. scared of frying things. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like that I are, panic and like take it out. Uh, before it's uh, before it's done cooking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really easy. At least it's been for me. It's been really easy to like uh, the oil to the oil will be too hot, and then the food item won't quite cook through. It'll cook like all uh, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I'm which doing. I'm used to doing with chicken. Uh, but this was really simple. Seasoning-wise, I just used salt, pepper, uh, garlic salt, paprika, seasoning. Yeah, super basic. Did you use an egg wash or no? Uh, you, when fry? Yeah. Uh, I didn't use an egg wash. I like like an egg dip. Like yeah. A, yeah, so I uh, flour with uh, all of the seasonings, and then I did. So you went straight from the brine to the flour? Uh, yes, so okay, I okay. did from brine to flour to egg and then back to flour. Again. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's one of those things like uh, the acids in the buttermilk and the pickle juice, like it just like makes the chicken. And I mean, this is like a thick, thick, absurdly thick piece of chicken. This is dumb thick. It's weird. Um, like what kind of chicken does this come off of? Yeah, like a, a huge one. Do you know that like, so in our next episode, we're going to talk to somebody who actually raises chickens, who raises, who does eggs and not necessarily meat, but like chickens that you eat are just like a year old. Oh, yeah. Like chickens lay eggs for like two or three years and then they're done. And then there's nothing you can really do with that chicken. besides eat it. You can use like it for a stew or something, but that's not what this chicken that we're eating right now is. Like that chicken's too tough. Mm. I don't know. So what we need like is. a nursing home for chickens. But like, think about how big this chicken was. Weird big. At, at one year old. Yeah, well, that's why you gotta like you gotta get them on the roids. You gotta get them on the right workout plan immediately yeah. if you want to get them like the breast like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to my points. Mm-hmm. One of the few mentions of chicken in the Atlantic slave trade was in 1686 um, of a chicken and rice dish. And basically, like, the mention of the dish is just the exact same way that you would make it today. How so? I didn't, I didn't look that much into it. Well, how, you, how you would don't you... know how I would make rice and chicken. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of people probably kind of, like, one pot it. Yeah, cook it together. Yeah, you just kind of cook it all together. And would you cook the rice with chicken? Like, maybe not during the slave trade, but like now, Mm. would you cook it with like chicken broth instead of water? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. I do that now. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, if you cook like rice or quinoa or any sort of grain like that and like anything with like a broth or anything like it's so much better even like uh depending on what you're making like a beer it's it's insane yeah if you flavor the liquid like how much of a difference it makes that's what i'll do with uh when i make arancini 
What's Aaron? Wait, like you were fried, just talking about yeah, it. Like I already the, forgot what it was. I don't remember whether we were talking about it on podcast or not. I think we were because you well, were talking about your Christmas dinner. Yes. Hey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, just like fried rice and I'll like cook the rice in chicken stock. Like, yeah. The earliest recipe <laughs> for what we consider to be fried chicken appeared in a British cookbook in 1747, which was The Art of Cookery. Made plain and easy. <laughs> That's good old-fashioned cookery. So it it's not like fried chicken isn't really linked back to West Africa. Say like it was it was like a the first way that we see it used fried is in a British cookbook. I mean, I imagine that's kind of like a, a luxury to like be able to like cook something in fat. That's a good point. But all that like. In the book that I was reading, um, which I should say my sources are, it's Adrian. I don't, it's Adrian Miller's Soul Food. I don't mean to sound flippant about it. I was just looking around for my book. But of course, it's that book. Um, yeah. Shout out to him. But he talks about how, um, like, you would have, they would have had everything that they would have needed to fry chicken in West Africa at the time. There's just, there's just no evidence of it. So, like, he's not saying that, like, it wasn't invented there, but, like, there's just, like, no documentation of it being done that way. Um, you probably would have, when people in West Africa started eating chicken, it probably would have been um, maybe, like, in a roasted or a baked way instead yeah. of, like, a, <clears throat> a fried way. Kind of like that one-pot situation with, like, yes, the rice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like... Yeah, if that's how you're going to cook it, you're going to have one pot possibly over a fire or mm. like, you know, roasting it all day. Yeah. The first American recipe for fried chicken appears in Miss Mary Randolph's The Virginia Housewife, which was 1824. You might remember our mention of this book from the mac and cheese episode, uh, which was the same like first recipe found in the United States. So is this like, uh, are there prints of this book? Or reprints? Yeah, you can still find this book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she was like the more of, I think, the like prim and proper, like uh, these are the colonies and this is how you, how we present ourselves in the new colonies, yeah. kind of like an upper class kind of cookbook kind of thing. Um, so her recipe was for floured pieces of chicken cooked in a sweet concoction of lard butter with pieces of ham or bacon thrown into the oil. To like flavor that? Yes, well. to flavor the oil yeah. for the chicken. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like fried chicken, it's kind of like Virginia versus Maryland. So that was like the Virginia way of frying chicken. The Maryland way, um, they floured and cooked it in a shallow pan of lard and then put the top on the pan so the chicken is cooked through with the steam. Mm. Yeah. It's not just with the frying oil. It's like becomes its own little oven kind of. Yeah. Um, and this kind of chicken is traditionally served with gravy and then waffles and, or corn fritters kind of thing. Um, I'm actually going to go get the book, so I have a few more things to say. I love a good corn fritter. <laughs> do you want, do yeah, you want to talk about corn fritters first? Um, 
Only in so much that I love them. I don't think I've ever had a corn fritter. Wow. Um, I won Chopped last year at Lucy's family's house, mm-hmm. and I made essentially hot water cornbread, but it yeah. was also corn fritter-esque. Uh, and that's how I clutched it. Is that's a how corn, I clutched the win. Is a corn fritter like cornbread, but with whole pieces of corn in it? I mean, kind of. Oh, well, I mean, not like cornbread. A corn. It's more like a hush puppy. Okay. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Like fried hard on the outside. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I probably had it. So we're gonna take a podcast break. We're gonna do drinks, drinky drinks. Be right back. Bye. Okay. I never stopped recording, so I'll just cut out that part. Wow. Um. Oh. So the last thing, the thing that I kind of wanted to end on was how enslaved West Africans, um, like they had diff- differing attitudes about chicken. Um, so it was commonplace for enslaved people in the United States um, to raise their own chickens. And like it's noted in here in Adrian Miller's book that often astonishing white observers with their success at doing so. So I don't know what they did, but apparently they were really good at raising chickens. I like chickens. raising them. Yes. Like, and from what I understand about chickens, which like we'll have to <clears throat> ask the professional uh, with our next recording, but like from what I understand, chickens are not that hard. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> like, are white people that bad? Yeah, like that's why, I mean, I like know people who live in like the suburbs who have chickens yeah who are just like yeah we feed them sometimes yeah and then we get eggs yeah yeah so the enslaved people got to raise some of their own chickens and so therefore they had eggs to sell and sometimes even chickens um and this made them able to by their freedom and sometimes by the freedom of others if the slave, really? slave owner was willing. Yeah. That's wild. I, I wrote here that like um, chickens kind of like meant freedom. I wonder if that's where the stereotype comes from. From the fried chicken thing? Eating fried chicken? Yeah. I mean, if like, uh, like for, I mean, I don't know that we've ever talked about it on the podcast maybe we've touched on it but i know like for instance like the watermelon thing was like uh because mm-hmm. you know uh free peoples that were previously enslaved they were like growing watermelon yeah yeah it was like one of the legal things they they could grow. right right yeah so there was this close connection to um kind of chicken meaning you know freedom or the ability some autonomy. And I guess minstrel shows really like uh, helped and make also, that prevalent. I was reading, um, it was a, um, not through line, uh, Code Switch blog mm. post about how um, in um, that Ku Klux Klan movie. Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, thank you. Um, there's a, you know, person in blackface depicted like devouring fried chicken yeah and so that kind of like solidified the stereotype of black people and chicken okay and like like a specific piece of media yes that like people could kind of connect to that everybody saw that like 
people could kind of connect chicken to black people. Uh, I don't know if I have it in here, but they were talking about how... Oh, so like... So even with like the chickens they had, eating a chicken meant for the you know enslaved community who had a chicken and who were raising chickens killing a chicken and eating that chicken meant that you were losing a profit unless it was an older chicken you know I because see. you could you could you could sell that chicken or you know you were getting eggs from it so like the stereotype like of eating it and like getting rid of like the continual producing yes I like see. you were eating and you were literally eating your profit yeah if you ate a chicken I see. Yeah. So it wasn't something that like someone who was enslaved would do. Yeah, it's not particularly good business. No. It's not good for business. Yeah. If you're eating your the thing that like I might should eat the ice cream machine. Don't eat the ice cream machine. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat what comes out of it, but don't start eating those parts. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a tough time coming down anyway. You're going down. Yeah, I think so I get really into like um, uh, chicken's connection to Sunday and like chicken's connection to Sunday church mm-hmm. and the and the and the in the, in our part two, I think the the last kind of thing I wanted uh touch on was how like the success of like uh like fried chicken as a business has been in like the hands of white people mm-hmm. there have been a few black businesses that have like sold chicken but like there's been like a few problems along the way with that including like black wealth which is something that like so we didn't do this episode yet, but like I did a whole bunch of <laughs> research on White Castle. Mm-hmm. And like the thing that I kept coming back to was like the people who opened White Castle, like it was about wealth. Like they had the wealth kind of to to start their business. Yeah. There's not that uh, infrastructure there. That infrastructure there for a black business to start. Also, it's um, I can't find it in here right now, but like it's the notion that um even okay here it is there's a there's a saying in the black community that the white man's water is colder it speaks to the internalization the sorry the internalized belief that something offered by whites even if identical to what blacks offer will be superior yeah so that like uh they'll pass up the black chicken shack for the white chicken shack yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think about all the time how Louisville Cream is able to operate in this unique space. Mm-hmm. I don't always know why. Um, I mean, I think a lot of it is because I myself, like, have had to, like, uh, you know, like, code switch. So I, like, yes. I understand how, like, uh, like uh, the breadth of it all. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, speak um both ways yeah i guess my point being is that i very much realize that we're in like a unique position to be on lists of black businesses people's favorite black business 
while also um, being like a, a huge, like having a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. Like our, the breadth of, of customers yeah. is mostly white still. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something um, about like it being comfortable for white people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, because I think still, um, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but like black spaces make white people uncomfortable. Yeah, no, they do. Uh, you want, I think there's like this, uh, this like corner of you want people, you want white people to feel cool by being able to indulge, but not you but not have to um experience yeah not have to experience being uncomfortable uh-huh. and being uncomfortable can mean like uh names that don't make sense to you mm-hmm. flavor a flavor palette that doesn't make sense to you a decor that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense music to you. that doesn't make sense to you music that doesn't yeah and I think like we're we're in like this nice groove that allows us to like uh play whatever the fuck music we want mm-hmm. Because it's part of the experience of, like, you getting to experience something. Yeah. There's no... I can't remember what song that, like, Sean and Melina played uh, that made Sean so uncomfortable that he had to change it. <laughs> uh, I think it was, like, like Easy e had like has like a Christmas song. Some, like, motherfucking Christmas song or something. Yeah. And um, he was like, this is too much. Yeah. I think it was just like uh, just Easy and the sweetest family in Louisville eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah, and even then, like the parents were like, "They're not listening." <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> which yeah, would be no one's ever like said it. anything. Yeah, and we usually like let it rip in there. Yeah, yeah. Anything else to say about chicken? Not right now. I do have more to say about chicken, and um, hopefully, our next uh, our next episode will be with a person who knows chickens intimately <laughs> uh, have you ever been intimate with uh closely mm-hmm. not uh not in sex not sexy intimate no, but like close that would be absurd. don't don't yeah, you dare that would be absurd <laughs> get your head out of the gutter get your hands off that chicken <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening and sticking with us. And um, it's good to be back. It is. Uh, did, did we mention Patreon earlier? Uh, I, I possibly. Yeah. No, I did. Okay. I well. So. But hey, should. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Patreon. Please help us. Yeah. No, that's, sorry. I'm going to cut that. It's really bad. Uh, no, keep it. <laughs> uh, it helps us grow. Uh, it helps us do things like buy another mic for interviewing guests. Yes, that was so um, helpful. It, and books, basically. It helps yeah, us buy books. Buy books. Um, we want to do a live show this year. Uh, Let's it'll do help it. do that. Yes. Um, but yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening and sticking with us and being here to listen. Thank you. Bye. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic.